I don't think we've hit the target with that music. We'll continue to experiment. We're trying to find a new song, everybody. Um, Yeah. That's not it. Anyway, look, welcome to the Cars Guide podcast. And this is where we tear down and we pressure test and we rebuild the issues of the automotive week. I'm James and I'm joined by Richard. Aloha. And this week, a key member of the Cars Guide editorial team, Tom, better known as Barry. Hello. I've got to explain why. It's Tom White. No, Barry. White. Barry. Gotcha. Striking resemblance. Oh, baby. Um, Anyway, so this week we're going to cover a bit of ground. Uh, We think it's it's worth doing. We've got, starting off with, is Ken Block done? You know, uh, have we reached peak Ken Block? We'll come back to that. Uh, We're going to look at um, Porsche's latest record so-called, at the Nürburgring with its 911 GT2 RS. Uh, We're going to look at where supercars um, is headed, oblivion or glory, and we're going to discuss Dyson's commitment to make an electric car that doesn't suck. You know, fantastic. Just had to get that line in. Thank you. Terrible. Uh, Anyway, we'll also look at anything else that bobs up along the way, and uh, look, we'll aim to call it straight, and we want you to be part of the conversation so get in touch, make it two-way. Each week we'll cover as much of your feedback as possible. Search for Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. So let's begin at the beginning. Ken Block, he's been going with his Jim Carner videos and derivations thereof since 2008 with his original Jim Carner thing. Um, Ten years. Have we reached peak Ken Block? Is he done? Is it over? What do we reckon? Look, I think, um, well, look, it's ten years and we've got a brand new Ken Block uh, clip out at the moment. It's the Pikes Peak Mustang. Um, He's calling it Climb Karna, by the way. Climb Karna. Yeah. It's, I've watched it. I like it. Um, but is Ken Block done? I reckon done. Done like a dog's dinner. I think so. Where yeah. are you sitting with it, uh, Barry? Uh, look, I want to agree with you, but the trouble is people keep lapping it up. It's... Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. you know every video gets millions of views, and they seem to get wherever they go, mm. they get crowds. And I don't know, mate. The last one, the one on Pikes Peak, to me, it just felt like it was a bit staged. You obviously had the choreography of different pieces of equipment on the track that he was kind of sneering around. And with the first one, way back in the day in '08, you were happy to believe that it all just happened in one take. Mm. Whereas now there have been so many behind-the-scenes films and you know what goes into the making of them that when you actually see one, you go, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not convinced. I'm just not enjoying it as much. A bit of a victim of its own success in that way. Could be. um, He wanted to do one in Sydney uh, last year. But the anti-hooning laws, I think people were up in arms. No, we don't want all that happening in Sydney. He wanted to block off the Harbour Bridge or something. I don't know. It's the nanny state, they said. It is the nanny state. Malcolm Turnbull and... uh, just as New South Wales Premier doesn't understand how exciting this is. Put Australia on the map. What were you seeing? You're seeing them in the car with Ken? <laughs> yes. Just <laughs> That would be great. Giving the finger out the yeah, window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Burn out to start off with. Like a casino kind of mic. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Because there are yeah. others. Who's who's the fellow who does the trophy truck type stuff? Where he's, the Toyo. Is it? Toyo, Toyo truck. Uh, oh God, I'm saying like is I work for Toyo now. I don't think his name's the Toyo. <laughs> who, is the, who is the person who actually drives the truck? <laughs> is it... Um, Oh, not Robbie Gordon. Robbie Gordon name. is the... It's Robbie, Robbie Gordon. Robbie Gordon. Okay, yeah. it is Robbie Gordon. Mm. So they're fantastic. Mm. There's something a bit mm. fresh and new. I just don't know. Any way are you becoming desensitised to it? Any way you want to twist it, mm. I've seen a lot of Ken Block. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right, well, look... Maybe a little bit too much Ken Block. A bit too much Ken Block. That's got us started. Mm. We've written Ken Block mm. off, which feels like 
a really good solid start. Got to say, he's had 4.4 million views of that video that can block um, climb Kana in two days. Now wow. we regularly get 4.4 million views as well on our videos, but not in two days. <laughs> not in two days. I don't think we sell as many energy drinks. From our videos. Or shoes. Does he still do the D, D, D shoes? He got, no, he removed himself from the shoes. He sold shoes. his shoes. Sold uh, his empire. shoe business. Yeah. Does well, he okay. 4.4 mm. million views is a fair enough number that says pull your head in. These things are hugely popular and Barry wins yeah. the day in terms of they still have relevance. Yes. And mm. the whole Hoonigan um, empire, yeah. which has spun yeah. off this, like the, That's the true. ute that they're building, which they're, you know, it's part of their latest Hoonigan treatment. I love, and I love the Hoonigan videos where it's just a GoPro that they're holding onto and they're, you know, selfie stick I yeah. really like the way they're doing that mm. but I, I agree I think that I think the Ken Block stuff has become a bit staged and um, it maybe doesn't have that naughty feel it used to maybe we should back ourselves in the sense that yeah 4.4 million people are viewing the video but we know that it's on the way out <laughs> and the next one is only going to get 4.400 yeah you uh, know uh, yeah. he's already know. on the way that'd out that'd be 4,400 I wouldn't bet whatever on it. it is yes 4.4 I'm no mathematician <laughs> 4.400 be 440 what is yeah oh you're right <laughs> okay you were away that day i was i yeah. missed that class <laughs> anyway okay look he's done he's finished ken blocks out we'll we'll move on in a similar kind of sporting hooning but in a very controlled german way we're talking about uh, porsche's latest record so-called for the nurburgring nordschleifer uh, where they've recorded a time of 647.3 in their 911 GT2 RS. Now, we're, we're, all of us were discussing earlier how confused we are by this plethora of records, you know, that we could go out there and set a record for an HK Holden Monaro with a 307 engine, fastest lap ever of the, you know, Nürburgring Nordschleife. What on earth is going on? What do, do they have any meaning anymore? Richard, where do you stand with it? Oh, look, I know that it's quick. Six, min- six minutes, 47.3 seconds. Um, and I know that's shaved what... Um, well, not even shaved. It's lobbed four seconds off the Lamborghini Hurricanes. Um, is it? Has time. it? Okay. Um, but at the same time, like as you said, mm. like there are so many laps now, lap records now. I don't know yeah. what's where... I'm, I'm lost track. Yeah, because... I would imagine that Porsche wants you to believe that's the fastest ever lap around in the, in the history, the Nurburgring in yeah. the history of it. Yeah. And we were just uh, looking at some numbers, and Stefan Beloff went, you know, thirty seconds faster, mm. um, the best part of thirty years ago mm. uh, yeah. in a, in a race car, a mm. nine five six Porsche. Mm. So mm. what is real and what's not? And then you've got the jiggery pokery around um, tires. Are they production tires? Are they fitted the car as electric it goes on the cars. road? What else? The electric car. The the one that we were talking about before, whose name I can't the bring e- to mind. E- C3PO? No. C3PO. Oh, the, the next <laughs> next EV. <laughs> C3PO drove around the Nürburgring <laughs> in a record time. Master Luke. <laughs> Was R2-D2 in the back like he is in the X-Wing? <laughs> Putting out well, the fire. <laughs> He's turned off the targeting computer. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on target. No wonder they wow, go time. C-3PO. In an X-Wing. That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic vision. Maybe thought? it was in Luke's um, land speeder. I know. And we all just thought he was a gay robot. Fantastic. Mm. Um, sorry. Anyway, what was the Chinese brand? Uh, the next EV Neo EP9, which uh, suppo- supposedly did it in 6 minutes 45.9. Mm. And do we care? You know, does it... Mm. Well, I've always... You, I've, Tom, you... I've uh, always quite liked 
Nurburgring as, as a measurement just because the, the circuit's so technical. Like, it could be a, a more boring circuit that right. we all measure our cars by, but, yeah. it, you know, it's pretty brutal. Uh, as we were saying before, it's got a lot of variation to it. There's yeah. a lot of tricky corners. There's the a lot green of green hell. It's yeah. close to 21 kilometres long. Mm. And, and watching a lap is always, it's, you know, it's always very interesting to see how the car reacts to certain things. I've got things to, it. Yeah, well, it's that realistic. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the kind is. of empathy that you have, Richard. <laughs> that's the mechanical empathy you have. You can watch a video and feel ill. <laughs> Bit car sick, yeah. Yeah, that's mm. brilliant. Um, all right, for, for what it's worth, I just see them as a whole bunch of numbers and it doesn't really mm. mean too much. Mm. I, I suppose in the, in the higher sense of it, you're just saying we've got a fast car, mm. but... Whether or not a few seconds here or there means that it's demonstrably better than some other car, I'm mm. just not. I'm not convinced. What about in terms of bragging rights? If you own yeah. a, a GT2 RS and you can at the bar, you can go, fastest car in the world, mate. Yeah, no, that's right. Well, by by with how, by with how a pro much racer though? driving it? By four seconds, go by, yeah, the well, guy's Lamborghini well, well, opposite by, you. By four seconds, right? Yeah. The guy's Lamborghini. But then you mm. can go all the way down the bottom of the list of the top 100 and you've got the Subaru WRX STI, which mm. just got bumped off. But that's 755, you know, it's four, four minute and a bit. But the price differential is, yeah. is yeah. massive. It's yeah. like, what class is that it's, though? It's, What's it racing in? It's it's not. It's a it's a production car. Land speeder or X-Wing? But how can that be? Why is that a record? I don't think it necessarily is. I think that's just the time that they've clocked. Oh, okay, I right. Okay. But, uh, mm. I mean, I think it is all about bragging rights. I think mm. that's a key insight. And it does allow owners to tap into the credibility of all this shenanigans going on around the Nürburgring. Like the, mm. I, I saw a 599 GTB once that had the vanity plate NUR and then some numbers, meaning a time around the Nürburgring. And I thought he may as well have had the plate yeah. knob. Yeah. You know, just yeah. really, why yeah. bother? Yeah. Look, I th- maybe it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a way car, car manufacturers can sell more cars. Yes. You know, they can put that you know that little trophy on the side of the window. Well, the that is the business they're in. Hmm. It could be a crafty plan <laughs> to sell more cars. Do you think Porsche have just done this to try and sell a car? No. What? Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> it's all about... Um, it's all about sportsmanship, isn't it? It's all about sportsmanship and one-upping and... Better than better than selling more energy drinks, I guess. Well, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. That's true. Hang on, do you think Ken Block's just doing it to sell more energy drinks? Oh, oh, look, I think we've just all God. turned into is, a bunch is, of cynics. Is Santa Claus real? Of of course he is. What's his time around the Nürburgring? I well, reckon he'd be pretty <laughs> pretty fast if he can do the whole globe in a night. Apparently, he slayed it. <laughs> Atrocious. <laughs> that's perfect. That's true. I have right. become a dad recently. We're not going to we're not going to go any further on that one. I think that pun. Uh, deserves a full stop after it. So, in a motorsport vein, let's let's keep on going. We've we've run a story on our um, affiliate site, Oversteer, this week about the new ZB Commodore supercar running in testing a promotional video. Uh, the irony being that the promotional video has a little animatic of a six-cylinder engine doing its thing, yet the car that's testing is actually a V8. And the irony was that I think earlier in the year, there was a VF Commodore out there with a twin-turbo V6. Uh, it seems to be all over the shop. And by the way, you won't be able to buy a road-going Commodore with a turbo V6, so there's a bit of that as well. It just says to me, where is supercars headed? Oblivion or glory? You know, Tom, where, where, what, what do you think? I stopped caring years ago. Wow. Uh, 
Uh, look, it got a little bit exciting when they had a few other manufacturers getting involved, yeah. and you know, you thought maybe, oh, maybe it could pick up pace. Maybe you can go your somewhere. Volvos and your, yeah, your yeah, yeah. And and I thought I thought it was going to go somehow. Nissan's still holding on. I don't they know are. how. No, no one's even buying the car that they based the chassis. Well, look, the the interesting point there is that the CEO of the local Nissan business, Richard Emery, Emery has um, exited the building, and I know he was a key proponent of that motorsport involvement. The scuttlebutt is that with his departure, there's probably going to be less impetus to, to remain connected. So ironically, you'd be back to where it's a Ford Holden kind of formula as it, as it was not too long ago, uh, despite that influx of kind of fresh blood in terms of ba- uh, brands. Although um, I, I once, uh, the director of Holden's marketing team, once whispered into my ear um, that Holden would have a challenge at a Mustang coming out at some point. Yep. Um, we know, I think, that um, the Camaro can't be converted to right-hand drive. It's going to prohibit that's the that got, from yeah. happening. Um, but apparently, Barry, um, you, we were talking earlier that um, a new a new generation Camaro will be coming out at some point. Maybe we'll get that here. Maybe that will join supercars. So we could have a Mustang versus a Camaro. Yeah. yeah. I'd watch that. GM watch that. versus Ford, but of a different yeah. kind of stripe. Yeah. Do you think they'll have the audacity to badget Monaro? No. They won't, they'll call it Camaro. I Holden Camaro. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Holden Camaro. Yeah, Camaro. that's a great point. Yeah. I think it's just easy to mm. change the company name to Chevrolet. I, do you know what? That is I, coming. I 100% you heard, agree. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, my, our prediction, we were talking about this earlier as well, our prediction is that Holden will become Chevrolet by when? Yeah, exactly. 2020? We have had a, a suggestion from left field that it could be the Comanaro. The Comanaro? Yeah. Oh, the Comanaro Parkway. Yeah, 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 I've driven that. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's our Nürburgring. That is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yes, there have been some big offs there. Yeah. Oh, haven't there? Yeah. Big parties as well. We are talking parties, right? Yeah. No. So, <coughs> I don't know. It's just strange that, 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 that we're just coming up on Bathurst. It's mm. always such an iconic event. It's one time when motorsport in Australia gets above the, the kind of noise level and people more generally pay attention. Uh, it's still a big thing, but the risk is that it just diminishes and, and goes away because it just seems to be all over the shop in terms of where does the future lie. And what do the people do when there's no more supercars? The, what do the people do? What, what, the people, you're do? talking just in what, the general collective what, 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 sense, I've, the people. You know, I'm one of the people. I've yeah. got V8 tattooed on my forearm. Right. I, I do, dear listeners. And... Um, what do we do when we don't have Bathurst to go to anymore? Yeah. Where do we go on the 10th of October? Yeah. What do we do? I don't know. Um, <laughs> isn't there some football on? Oh, that's, that's this weekend. That's Bathurst this the weekend. weekend. After. That's right. right. What do we yeah. do? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do with our flags and, you know? We'll go around to your place. That's true. Yeah. You're welcome. Tinnies yeah. with the boys. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're, yeah, three, we've Smith Street, we've just been advised by a reliable source that the race is on the 8th of October. So uh, <laughs> Doing really well. That's good to know. 8th good the 10th, I think, isn't it? 8th of October. No, no that's not. the Sunday. The 8th would be Sunday. the Sunday. Right, okay. So there'll be a bit of warm-up. Yeah. I think they go yep. out there. I don't know. They do run stretches. around the car park a bit. Right. And then they... Yeah. Yeah, well, they do, the drivers do some stretches. You've got to do your stretches. Then they get the car... They run them up and down to to Bathurst, down into the township and back to warm up. Isn't there an ice bath involved? They do some Manies, that's right. I think so, isn't that, that the... Could, that could spark up some more public interest. The Manies, all the people go down to Bathurst yeah. and just go up and down. down. I think the main street's yeah. William Street. That's right, um, it is. Up and down there, we could do yep. some Manies on William Street. Yep. Bring it to the people. Mm. None of this elitist stuff. Oh. But, I mean, uh, that, well, Bathurst has always been about the people. The, the irony being that we've had various kind of visions for where to from here mm. with supercars, the car of the future, and now we've got the Gen 2 car of the future 
the thing being no one has an idea of actually really what's going to happen. Why don't we have the car of the past? Why don't we go back, back to Group A? Yeah. Right? And just yeah. Group C. Group C. Yeah. And return to like... Index know, of performance. The Mobile 05 Commodores. Precisely. Let's get Let's some... Before, before long we'll have Mitsubishi Starion and... No, 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 no. Forget these retro rounds. Let's race those original cars. HK Monaros and Minis. Yeah. 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 Jeez, Bring it back. Uh, GTHO Falcons. Oh, yes. Really, with in all seriousness, that's what a lot of people would like. We should do, that. and unfortunately, it exists. It does. It's called touring car masters. That's right. That's right. And it is, <laughs> it's probably the most uh, lucrative uh, or, or the most prosperous side of the business. And actually. having having watched some touring car masters, mm. it's brilliant. It is good. It is brilliant. I'm yeah, so yeah. glad we just invented it. Steve Richards out there. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's right. And you've got rubbish drivers out there like Jim Richards and you know Glenn Seaton. Oh. No hopers. Um, that, it's, yeah. It's what horrendous. Are, what will they ever go on to do? God, you know? yeah. yeah, they try and make a name for themselves yeah. somehow. Weird way to the top, but anyhow, oh, that's it's what they've done. very strange. Mm. Um, all right, so we think that supercars, it's obviously a moment in time. There's a big mm. fork in that mm. racetrack road mm. that's opened up, and uh, maybe there are multiple forks, oh. and we could be heading down any one of them. It's just mm. we don't know what they are. Change the name, super duper cars. Super, I like it. <laughs> super duper cars. Super duper EV supercars. Electric and electric vehicle. That's a can of electric worms, right? Electric Electric eels. eels. That's a can of electric (laughs) eels. I felt felt a bit filthy saying that. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry. You just lowered your voice and moved closer to the microphone. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Well, listeners, where do you think it's headed? What's What's the mail? Have you got any inside info? What have you heard? What do you know? We'd love to pick up your intel. Um, and and get it on the program because we don't know what the hell's going on. No um, situation normal. Mm. Then look, let's move on to our next topic of discussion. We talked about electric eels in a can and opening <laughs> it up. I think Oof. we're about to do the same here. We discuss James Dyson. Is is he a knight? Has he been <laughs> awarded some kind of imperial honour? Sir is Dyson. He Sir Sir James Dyson. Lord Dyson. I don't know. He's just Jim Dyson as well, as far as we're concerned. Yeah. And he's made a few vacuum cleaners. He's, he's banged fan. out the odd fan. That fan, yeah. He's had some other bits and pieces that he's put in the market with moderate success, you mm. know, global domination of particular Total. markets. And now he wants to do an Elon Musk and create an electric car. Mm. And he's serious. He's going to throw $3 billion at it. He's bought a, Richard, you, you named the type of battery? What kind of battery it's is solid it? State solid state battery, battery company. He's bought. So he's putting his money where his electric mouth is and uh, he reckons by 2020 he's going to have some wheels on bitumen. So is this a pipe dream or does it sound serious? Richard, I what do you... What do you re- oh, was oh, it hang you? on. Barry seems to Barry, know. I don't have the say. The microphone oh, no, I, is I, with I you. Think, I think it's a fantastic mm. time uh, that we're changing technology so fast in the automotive sphere now that you can have these other players enter. You know, it's not just limited to the stalwarts of the internal combustion engine it's mm. you know you've got all these new players they're coming in they're they're bringing interesting new ideas yeah. to them. I, I think it's exciting the, you yeah. know the interesting thing is though these startups they know a lot about electricity mm. they know how to make a good toaster they know how to good make a good you know blender good good blender they don't know how to make cars no so the the, the possible trajectory is yeah. that once the the big name car makers that mm. 100% know how to make cars yeah. get their act together in terms of electrifying them and that's happening rapidly. Mm. They're going to have a big advantage over the starters that are coming in with lots of electrical knowledge but next to no uh, 
car type making. I think it's going to be much the way that Tesla is in that it's going to have to be one of those scenarios where they partner up with an existing automaker to get things right. And you can see, like, with Tesla, it's happened. They've sort of... uh, partnered up in some ways with Mercedes-Benz to share some bits and pieces to just make it work. I'm boiling over here. Yeah, Richard's shaking his head like nothing else. I I can feel, you know when you start, you can feel a vein in your neck, mate. It's Krakatoa, east of Richard. You know what? If you don't make a car, keep out. That's my rule. Like, keep out. Like, seriously, Dyson, just make make very good vacuum cleaners and that fan without blades, just... Stick to that. Cars are made by car companies, not by Tesla. Elon, stick to your spaceships, mate. Do you and think, though, electric look, he that, could like, make a car without wheels. He might make... No. He might have four no, fans. It's not their job. One fan per it's corner and it just floats it's along. Like it could bake, be amazing. It's like Baker's Delight thinking that they can do sausages. Like, it could stick, be. Look, stick it to, could stick be, to you what you do. It's Don't. just him putting four fan wheels on the edge of his <laughs> vacuum cleaner and scaling no, it up. It's uh, arguably. A car, car companies make cars. Not they don't. You don't make vacuum cleaners and then make a car. Uh, uh, and, and Tesla... I've been to Tesla things, right? They they look down on the combustion engine. They look down on regular car companies. Um, I, I I think car companies really need to get a move on. Proper car companies, they need to get a move on and start getting into electric vehicles properly and not have a token electric car. But, but I've got to tell you, at the Frankfurt Motor Show, electric was it. It was like mm. every car company there had a massive baseball bat mm. marked electric and they were just bashing everyone over the head with it. Like, by the way, yeah. did you tell you, did we tell you we're going to be electrified in five minutes? Mm. You know? Mm. It's like a Volkswagen, you know, they're running with the tail between the legs now due to Dieselgate, and they're all going, oh, look, you know, electric. We're, we're so responsible. We did yeah. an electric thing. In fact, we did lots of electric things. The yeah. next combi will be electric. <coughs> the well, Volkswagen they they did change course very quickly into an electric vehicles look, after that. You, you, you're being a bit cynical there, Richard, and I applaud that cynicism. <laughs> the, the other thing is, I suppose, in the context of Europe, just about every major automotive brand is going hell for leather. Mm. on electrification now that might mean hybrids plug-in hybrids whatever but they want to have electric vehicles in their range it's not not environmentally friendly though because where does the electricity come from out of the socket yeah (laughs) (laughs) and where does that come from a coal-fired power station on the horizon that you're never going to see that's burning electricity tons of it from the electricity tree just like yeah, you that's do right. the meat that's tree. right. And, and that. for the money tree. Mm. Yeah. Uh, look, it's you're, you're right to raise that issue because you think about lithium, which is the main yep. uh, constituent part Little of batteries. children digging it out of the ground. Lithium is a finite resource. Mm. Lithium is mm. often found in environmentally delicate areas. So mm. actually getting it out yeah. of the ground is problematic. So wherever you turn, we're consuming and, something. And disposal of the batteries. And a lot of the electricity produced in Australia, for example, is is from coal-fired power stations. Mm. Europe, wind farms everywhere. Mm. You know, wind and wave and solar but and what about the US and China? clean energy. Well, look, China is trying to legislate its way around the problem by saying we're going to have electric cars and nothing else, and that's kind of the way mm. China does business. Mm. We're, we're just going to make a blanket ruling. Mm. We are the state. This is how it's going to be. Mm. Uh, you never know what's around the corner in terms of mm. China's position on the whole thing, mm. which could change everything. Mm. They're going to become the world's largest car market, if not already. So, yeah. you know, it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they make a lot of stuff, don't they, the Chinese? <laughs> Chinese reference. Oh, we love um, them. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> So we heart China. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think um, you shouldn't uh, naysay on the Dyson electric car. I, I, 
Oh, look, it's I, a bit of a wait and see. I jest. I mean, the, we are we are in a new period where um, it, it is good to see um, non-traditional car makers that are making cars now that they have become gadgets in a way. Well, you know? The other thing to consider is all of us have lived in an era where mm. things have been pretty stable mm. until I want to say the last five, maybe ten years. Mm. Car brands that we've all known for our entire lives have been around. But if we were to take ourselves and put ourselves in the 1920s, Mm. uh, pre-Great Depression, a plethora of car brands, electric cars all over the place, Mm. all kinds of propulsion systems, Mm. depression happens, bang. Mm. The wheat is sorted from the chaff Mm. and financially a lot of car companies go to the wall. Mm. The whole landscape changes dramatically. It has happened before and there is no reason why it wouldn't happen again mm. in the face of concerns about, env- rather than financial concerns, it's environmental concerns and other things mm. that impact on the whole industry. A period of instability is not unusual mm. um, in terms of business, so we shouldn't assume that things mm. will just carry on forever. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, Dyson, bring it on. Bring it on. We've, um, we've, we've got about five minutes or so to go and happily, happily, we have a plan A, B, C, D, E. We have a plan E topic up our sleeve. Love a plan E. And that is that the Victoria Police have confirmed that they are in fact going to purchase 530D BMWs. Um, Eight, as 80 of them. 80 of them. 80 of them. Are these the ultimate booking machines? Are, are, we, are we talking about a change in culture for the police? If you are what you drive... And uh, to this point, highway patrol people have been driving very high-powered, macho, semi-Mad Max pursuit vehicles. Mm. You get in a 530D, are you going to be more civilised and you're going to be friendlier and you'll have a, a, better, a better attitude, potentially? I'm, look, you know, well, <laughs> I'm going I'm on stereotypes here. <laughs> Maybe. Look, the Victorian police have got a um, bit of a reputation to um, uphold anyway. Um, look, maybe, maybe it'll be good for them. Maybe they'll, you know, they'll be a bit... Um, more refined, maybe a bit more civilised. But there's, there's a bit of an issue that I'm facing here is that they are $120,000 each, these cars, like just off the rack. Um, you know, SS Commodore, what's that? $38,000, dollars $55,000? I, I don't know. Return. By the time they're yeah. done with them, though, they are they cost $120,000. Well, that's they, true, but imagine with all the how George much Orwell a BMW stuff? 530D starts at that, you know, after all the Orwellian stuff. I believe part of the rationale is that BMW, because it, provides vehicles to police services all over the show, mm. all over the world. Mm. They're very uh, adept at creating a police pack mm. for mm. your electrics, for whatever else is required to put into a police car. These come through in a much lower specification. They'll probably be cranking the windows with you know, manual winders, I don't know. Um, but they're not going to be a luxury specification. They'll be mm. a, a fairly basic yeah. kind of spec. So the price, and they won't be presumably paying things like LCT, they're a government utility, they'll, they'll probably sidestep some of that, mm. I'm not sure, but they won't be as expensive as you or I bowling into the showroom and, and buying a 530D. Uh, so I think there are some advantages. Uh, it's more of a perception thing. Perception is everything, um, and they've already copped a little bit of feedback, borderline flack, uh, about wasting or, or excessive spending of taxpayers' money. 
but this is a very good car, very safe, very capable and, and ready to go for the for the job at hand. Zero to 100, 5.7 seconds. It's slower, right? slower than a Commodore SS, I don't five th- seconds. I don't think it's that, that big a deal. In in terms of, you know, wasting taxpayer money and stuff, they've had they've had BMW uh, 5 Series in the UK you're, for quite some time. you're from the North time. Shore, Tom, where the police oh, drive Rolls Royces. Aren't you from the North Shore as well, Richard? Shut up. <laughs> No, well, the, the thing I think about it is, you know, they've had them in the UK for a while as well, and it seems as though the furor has either boiled down, I don't know, I haven't lived in the UK, so I didn't hear anything about it, but, I mean, you know, they drive everything from Vauxhall Astras through to, uh, you know, BMW 530Ds, and I, I don't think it's a big yeah. deal there, so... Is that, listen, I should clarify, when, when Barry says that Richard comes from North Shore, that is the North Shore of Oahu, <laughs> Hawaii, and he is, yeah. he is a major, major big wave rider. Yeah, Absolutely. he can rip him like the best, yeah. 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 All right, well, do, what do we think on balance that it's okay for police to order uh, and drive a BMW so long as it's the right spec or... No. No? No, they, like, you can't... Police shouldn't be in BMWs. They shouldn't be comfortable. They should be on guard and alert at all times. <laughs> they shouldn't get comfortable. You know, they can't just like, relaxed. It's not ju- luxury. Just like they are in a, a VF luxury. Commodore. No, no, they're public servants. What they if you're in a, a civilianised one and you're in a long Ta- stakeout and you've got to, you know, get Tax- the burger and chips and Tax sit in the car? Taxpayers are paying for this for BMWs. Why are they? Why are they in holding insignias? BMWs Sorry. are pretty uncomfortable over the rough stuff sometimes. Oh, you know, I just, well, 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 we're getting a new Commodore. A new Holden Commodore. Why are you? Why aren't they? You're getting a new Commodore. <laughs> we are. Australia is. <laughs> oh, Australia. Why aren't, why aren't they in that? Uh, definitely not, why Richard. Why aren't they in that? The I don't the know. V8 because I, look, apparently part of the scuttlebutt you hear is that mm. uh, its preference is for a rear-wheel drive car because that uh, fits with police training uh, guidelines. <sighs> so there's been a bit of a push to try and find a, a rear-wheel drive as opposed to a front-wheel or all-wheel drive like car. Seriously, this is Australia. What has happened to you? Yeah. BMWs, police cars. You think we've gone soft oh. and posh. Oh, we've shat ourselves. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was uncalled for. That we'll, was we'll, uncalled we'll for. Draw, we, want, we want to hear what you uh, have to say about the whole police car situation. Uh, dear listener, so so please let us know. That on that note, on that unfortunate note, uh, we'll wrap it up. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Thank and you. Thank much. you, Barry. Thank you. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show or anything else you want to talk about. Um, just search for Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram. Email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. Suggest you flick us an audio file. We can actually bring your voice to the airwaves, uh, podcast style. That'd be fantastic. Well, someone who likes audio a lot, as well as a file containing audio uh, zeros and ones, okay. so that we can, you know, play maybe, it maybe they can send us an intro track or also, a video file. No, yeah, that'd be good. We can show the video file, <laughs> and our listeners can hear it. We can describe it to I, them. I don't think Remember to subscribe that. and please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps others find the podcast. Hope you can join us next time. Until then, remember: two things don't make a right, but three lefts do. Thank you.